Still a nation, what's going on? It's your man Kev Easy here, man. This is episode 104. Yo, did we not get the dub? I think we got the dub. 26 to 22, the Pittsburgh Steelers got one on the right side. You feel me? The right side of things, which is a W, you feel me? Not on the right side of if you're looking at the, you know what I mean? Look, we got the dub. <sighs> Was it the prettiest dub? On defense, it has some pretty moments. Offense, one moment. But, man, this team got a long way to go. On this episode, going to talk about a few things. going to talk about what went down in the game, a few injuries, man, uh, some performances, top five players of the game, player of the game. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff, man. Um, so sit tight. You already know what it is. Got the visuals going on this one, man. So trying something new to see how this works. If I don't like it, I ain't going to do it again. But we're going to see how it go, man. But it's your man, Cap Easy. Welcome to the Stills for 7 podcast, episode 104. We got the dub. We got the dub. We got the dub. Still is for seven, yeah. We about to go get it. Still a gang, we win it. Go down in the trenches, yeah. We ain't trying to kick it like Drake. We do it for the sixes, then we can kick it, yeah. This our division, the other three go missing. Come on, let's get it, yeah. This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. Still is for seven, yeah. We about to go get it. Still a gang, we win it. Go down in the trenches, yeah. We ain't trying to kick it like Drake. We do it for the sixes, then we can kick it, yeah. This our division, the other three go missing. Come on, let's get it, yeah. This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. want to acknowledge just one thing, man. Steelers fans, we got to keep it real. Just a little bit real, man. I'm going to be honest. This is not the worst Matt Canada season. Granted, it's only two two games and we had the preseason as well, whatever. But this is not the worst, man. Yeah, he had that, that, that play – that one play on third down, I was like, bro, why'd you run that? You know, like, he used to have those kind of like every other play. You know, he now is like, he has that type of play maybe two times a game. <laughs> but I honestly feel like it's a whole lot of reasons why Pittsburgh's offense is not clicking a whole lot, whether it's guys being misused, whether it's just a, a game plan that just a, a backup plan, a backup plan. The Steelers look like they don't have a backup plan. When the offense is not working, it's more of the same, more of the same. Hopefully we can get something going. Um, I honestly felt like the Steelers was going to come out and kind of get Jalen Warren, not not really Jalen Warren, even though I would like to say Jalen Warren, but George Pickens going early. 
yeah, George Pickens had that 71-yard touchdown, but it's like he could have got he probably could have got it earlier in the game if we would have made it our business to get him going. But I don't even know what the game plan was. Y'all can kind of like inform me <laughs> what you feel that the game plan was because I honestly don't know what it was, man. But the defense came out to play. The defense came out to play. Man, first play of the game, Alex Highsmith. Pick six. Minka Fitzpatrick almost caught it. He didn't catch it. Popped up. Alex Highsmith grabbed it. Ran it back into the end zone. Touchdown. 7-0. Pittsburgh's up. First lead of the year. First lead of the year coming from the defense, man. And when I seen that, I said, now that is going to end up being required based off of what our offense showed us. I didn't think we was going to get it two times, but, you know, that's later in the game. And, you know, I got to about, like, the first half as far as, like, writing down notes, uh, things that stuck out to me. Second half, I was more so just getting in into fan mode. I just had to watch it. But, but yeah, after that, the second time the Steelers defense is up there, you know, Joey Porter Jr., who had way more snaps than seven, <laughs> you know? Yeah, way more snaps than seven. He ended up breaking up, pass up, third down to force fourth down. So the defense is right now 2-0. They 2-0. Well, not, not really 2-0, but you can kind of say 2-0. They didn't give up a touchdown, but they gave up three points. Um, Here comes the offense now, man. The offense comes out. It's like, uh... Uh, Kenny's not looking good. And then, bam, interception. Throws the interception, and it's a bad interception. It's like, dude, what was you trying to do? What was you trying to do? It's like Kenny's timing is off. I don't know what's going on with that. It seems like he's not in regular season mode, and he should be. You know, he's, he's not like a vet that took time off. You know, he was actually playing in the preseason. But maybe playing in the preseason probably messed up his pace. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if I sit here and try to figure that out, y'all, I'll probably be talking about that in particular for the rest of the show. But Browns end up uh, getting a field goal. Oh, excuse me. Kenny throws the pick. So defense comes out, and you start to see guys stepping up in the absence of Cam Hayward. Granted, the Steelers' defense gave up a 63-yard um, run to Ford, who I built feel like in the midst of not having Nick Chubb anymore. I think he'll he'll be able to do all right for them, man. And Nick Chubb going get going get hurt was crazy. I'm gonna get to that a little bit later. Um, but Larry O ended up getting a sack on that and put them in, like, questionable field goal range. And Larry O had a good game, man. If you just pay attention to how he stepped up, granted, going against his former team, so he had that going for him, but it was necessary, definitely necessary. Larry O was wilding. Um, he ended up getting a sack. Cleveland up missing that field goal, 
Steelers end up taking over. Don't really do anything. You know, I think it's a three and out. Presley Harvin had a much better game today. Well, not today, but had a much better game on Monday because he was – it was a lot of times that he pinned, uh, he pinned the Browns in within the 15-yard line consistently, you know. Um, but we need that from Presley Harvin all year. We don't need you to miss a game with that type of effort. We don't. We don't. Not at all because the way our offense is going, we're going to need you more than ever. <laughs> you know, so man, maintain, like, just stay consistent, bro. Stay consistent. After the first quarter, oh, this is interesting. So the fir- first quarter is over, right? It goes into the commercial. These are the notes that I have at the time, right? You know, three things that stuck out in the first quarter. The Steelers' defense responded from week one. That was pretty obvious. Nick Chubb was getting hot. He was starting to average his five yards a pop type of situation. And you see Kenny was still struggling. So, you know, I'm sitting there being prepared for the second quarter. Next thing I know, they come back and say that the Steelers had challenged, you know, the spot of the ball. You know, because it was a four from one. Uh, Deshaun Watson um, kept it, but he ended up fumbling. We didn't catch that live. We came back and it said, and, you know, they were saying they challenged it and whatnot. So when we watching it, you see that Martrez Adams knocks out the ball out of Deshaun Watson's hand, and it's a fumble. And Larry Yo picks it up. So that's what I'm saying. Larry O was violent. He had a little bit of everything. He, if he had, a, if he would have had a picks a pick, he would have had a grand slam. Man. He was he was around for everything. He was doing his thing. Um. So now it's in the first quarter with 22 seconds left. <laughs> you know, Chooks ended up having two back to back false start penalties. Um, he missed a lot of the time. I didn't think he was going to play, but he missed almost all week being a uh, concussion protocol. And it's like, ah, come on, Larry O. I mean, not Larry O. <laughs> come on, Chooks. We don't need those type of penalties because the offense ain't like that, that they're going to straight up make up for that. So, you know, Kenny's still not really playing good, missing guys. Um, just not really playing good, man. And he kind of threw a ball to Gunner that was dangerous. It was dangerous, man. Like you don't do that to your to your guys. Like he left, he left Gunner so vulnerable after getting that catch. Like after catching it, if I was Gunner, I wouldn't have caught it. I would have been, man, you trying to get me killed? Because Gunner ended up getting killed, man. He ended up getting killed. Got you know fumbling. Um, and Cleveland ended up recovering the ball. And that's how the first quarter ends, y'all. So just to kind of update the notes I had for the first quarter, it was the Steelers' defense forced two turnovers. The Cleveland Browns forced two turnovers, so that makes it even. And Well, not really because the Steelers got the pick six. And Kenny Pickett is not playing good. That was like blatant. 
Kenny not playing good was very blatant. And that was one thing that stood out. Another thing that stood out, and I don't like it, and I don't think we should ever do it going forward, man, is these running plays we be having Najee running. Like, we had, we literally have Najee and Shotgun going east and west, bro. That's Jalen Warren's thing. That's why when Jalen Warren come in, and sometimes, and I'll get into something else right after this, but, you know, still pertaining to this. Jalen Warren will come in and do it, and he'll do a good job. But they will also bring Jalen Warren in to run the up-the-middle plays, the ones that Najee is supposed to be getting all the time, like most of the time, you know? Um, Najee did have one good run, but, man, Najee got to figure this out because it's times I see Najee run, and once he get contacted, you know, he kind of like strong enough to get guys off of him. But a lot of the times when he that first contact, his his legs just stop moving. You know, and if you played football before, you all you know that a running back's coach is always saying keep them legs moving. Like keep them legs moving. And I just think that sometimes yesterday, and it, I, I can't I might have to go back and watch older film. But I just felt like that Najee kind of stopped a couple times, man. Um, when he got hit first and just like stopped. And it's like, you know, that kind of stuck out. And I think it got to the point where he was low-key bitch. And Jalen Warren came in and started wilding, man. And then because the reason why I say I think he got benched is because later on in the game, when he did come back in, that first carry, head full of steam, and it was a big game. It's like, bro, why are you not running like this all the time? Ain't no, I won't even say all the time, because some running plays, you got to be a little patient. But it's like, dude, like some of the plays that require you to do what you did on that play, come on, bro. Come on, man. But um, in the second quarter, this is when Nick Chubb gets hurt, right? I'm going to take a little break, and I want to come back and talk about something. Oh, my God, what's this? this? LB? LB? Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh? Let's get it. Let's go. Four, one, two. Check, check. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, bang, bang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang. I'm a Pittsburgh stealer, black and gold is in my veins. And I'll ride through my city, you can see that in my face. Three rivers, four or two, you can come and get a taste. Cheddar check, shredder 
my dance and keep doing me. Hit stick, no perfect, picture perfect, no TNT. Number one, no AB, long as it's been healthy, we gravy. Still a game drip, no same drip. Still piss me tied with Brady. He's off white, no slim shade. You got hands filled, you know we're going crazy. Out Long Beach, you know I'm going crazy. If the gang there, you know I'm going crazy. Banging with me, look, I'm still up top. Juju with the dance, going out the block. All about that bread, devin' at your top. Chris Kane, that's a lot of gangery. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, gang, gang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, bang, bang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang. Yeah. Yo, last episode, right? I had addressed this Cleveland talk show host who was out there saying that he wished that the Steelers, you know, get help off the field, you know, injuries and stuff. He wanted the Browns to kick their ass and all that, blah, 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 right? Real distasteful. You know, I said what I said. I'm a little more calm because we got the win. You feel me? But I'm a little more calm because at the end of the day, this is all entertainment. But when you do things like that, that's not entertaining. I don't care if you like shock doing things for shock value and for clout. It's like, I don't know. I don't even want to sit and preach about it. But to do that and we get to the game and the one. You know, and what you wanted didn't happen in your favor. It happened, but it didn't happen in your favor. You know, Nick Chubb and Minka collided for one of those bad timing type of hits, man. Um, You've seen it a lot. You've seen it a lot. They actually didn't show the side that was gruesome, the one that the people saw in the stadium. They, it is a clip out there, you know, they showed it. And it's one of those Willis McGahee um, ones, Frank Gore ones, man. Like, it's one of those. And it was his leg that he hurt in college. So it's tough. That's a tough situation. You know, um, the, I'm going I'm to kind of separate the two a little bit. To talk about the guy that wished the Steelers got hurt. You did that talking, and then what came back to you was you losing a major part of your offense. You know, I know that wasn't directly the reason why it happened, but it's more so like you should be cautious and watch out for what you say. You know, be just be mindful of the things you say. You know, so that's that. I'm done with that. But Nick Chubb. Man, Mr. Chubb, what can I say, man? Um, I was hating the Browns for drafting you because I I knew you was like that. I knew you was like that. Um, like I said, you made me. 
I, I said uh, he, he made me like kind of know what yards per carry was, but I've been knew what that was, but he was the one that made you pay attention to it. Out of all the newer backs, he the one that made you pay attention to it. He's like, damn, yo, he really averaging five yards of carry. Like, you know, we haven't really seen this in a minute. You know, Jamal Charles was good. I remember him. He was doing that. Um, but, you know, you just be like, yo, Jamal Charles was fast. So, yeah, he got that off. Nick Chubb is not as fast as uh, Jamal Charles. You feel me? But it's just like, dude, strong as fuck. He's strong. He's strong and he's fast enough to take it home. You know, he'll have an ADR run if he needed to. If he could, you know, add the opportunity. But, man, prayers up to Nick Chubb, man. Um, the Stiller crowd was magnificent. You feel me? They was chanting Chubb, you know, and they was chanting a lot of things. But you know, in this time they was chanting Chubb, like giving, like giving him claps when he was getting up out of there. Just like the other teams, y'all fan bases is not like that. There's still a clip out there when the Bengals fan threw, I think a Bengals fan or a Browns fan. Threw something at Big Ben when he was getting carted to the locker room. It's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. But anyway, the Steelers fan base was definitely um, class personified doing that. But we all, res that's because we respect football and we respect good players, man. And Nick Chubb is definitely a good player. Like I said, top three running back since. He got in the league, but if I'm gonna just be on some honest, like not honest, but if you want to just say his next year, but most of his career he's been a top three since he entered the league. You can say he's been a top three um, running back. You know, so he's out and is he's already been ruled out for the year, um, and now they're talking about it's a, it's his career over. So that's tough, man. That's tough. On the other side, Minka. I can only imagine how Minka is feeling because it's like, yo, it's not one of those hits where it's like, yeah, I knocked him out. It's one of those hits was like, damn, so unfortunate. So Minka's is like, he got hurt. He got hurt. He ended up getting hurt later in the game, you know, actually trying to save. Uh, he's actually, he actually tackled Ford on that 60-something yard run. And he ended up hurting, getting hurt. He had to go to the hospital and everything. But prior to that, he was on the ground, too, because that hit was so, you know, I can only imagine, man. And then, you know, so prayers up for Nick Chubb, prayers up for Minka. Um, it seems like Minka is straight because Coach T said he was at the facility, so. But get, just to get back into the game, this is our second quarter, and I'm going to kind of just sum the rest of this. The stuff up here, but after that, you know, it's tough to play after that. And Cleveland was close enough to the end zone where they had the opportunity to make that happen, man. So they had them scoring and they have getting a two point conversion. So now it's 11 to seven. Jalen Warren, he ended up having a 30 yard catch and run. And that was about the only thing <laughs> from that drive. You know, Presley Harvin doing what he does when he's good. DeMar uh, Leal ended up getting the sack. Larry O, like I said, was causing havoc. 
kind of causing havoc, man, on his old team. You know, he kind of started that thing to make Deshaun Watson kind of roll out a little bit and uh, let uh, Leal get that sack. Then, you know, they end up playing Calvin Austin. He had a good punt. Calvin Austin, good punt return, excuse me, uh, that got to the Browns' 40-yard line. Calvin Austin, I think in this game, I think that he did pretty well. He had a drop that I think he could have took to the house. I think he had one of those plays that was in line for him. He just dropped the pass. So, you know, hopefully his next opportunity. And he did make a he did make up for that because he had that crazy catch on Denzel Ward. It, I don't even want to say a crazy catch. It was like so disciplined. It was like, yo, he dropped the pass, but a person that don't drop passes, that's how he caught that one um, on Denzel Ward, 10-yard catch, man. And I was like later on, I believe that was like uh, in like a couple drives or something like that. Um, Boz ended up getting the field goal in that drive. Um, nothing really major from the defense, but we ended up getting the ball back. Jalen Warren, another catch and run for a first down. And this one, Kenny Pickett had George Pickens for the 71-yard TD. So it was up 16-11. Calvin Austin, 10-yard catch on Denzel Ward. There it go. That was the next time we was on offense. Because, like, the defense was doing good, but it wasn't nothing like, oh, well, he did that, he did that. They just did enough to get off the field, right? So, you know, I'll put these notes down here. And Calvin Austin getting that. And then it was a great throw from Kenny, too. Probably deep, not even probably. The best throw from Kenny that night was to Calvin Austin. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like that was one of those routes that Deontay would normally run. So I think uh, Kenny Pickett kind of just felt like that was Deontay for a second. Because it was on point. It was on point. Calvin made the grab, man. TJ ended up getting a sack on the next defensive drive. And that sack put TJ Watt number one over Debo, all-time sacks leader for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 81 and a half sacks. Clap it up for the guy. He ain't even 38, y'all. And he number one in sacks. When you think of the Pittsburgh Steelers, you think about running the ball, stopping the run, getting after the quarterback. That's what you think. And and that's more than a decade, more than 20 years, more than 30 years. For This goes back, man. And you have the guy, and where the defense is not even getting the, the love that they used to, they're not, they, they really can't play how they want to. They play how they have to. And TJ was able to just get to the quarterback, man. It's dope. It's dope, man. And TJ is definitely going to get 100 in like a year or two, man. He's probably going to get 100 in like a year or two. But um, that was dope. And Browns end up getting a field goal out of it, 16-14. Halftime. And the notes that I got was just the defense just remained dominant. And I don't want to – I'll take the word dominant back because it was giving up three, but they were definitely stopping uh, – the Browns from doing damage when the offense really couldn't do anything outside of the Kenny to Pickens um, 
catch and run. And then Nick Chubb's injury, which was major, and Ford was doing this thing in the second second half. But that's all the notes that I've got because, like I said, the second half I just wanted to watch as a fan again. <laughs> you know, the defense ended up getting another touchdown when Alex Highsmith had a four sack – I mean, excuse me, a sack, fumble, strip sack, and TJ ended up running it back. And – Nick Herbert was out there, too. Shout out to Nick Herbert. It was a couple guys I want to shout out, man. Because I know Coach won't do it just because we we didn't have the best game as far as, like, every it wasn't a perfect game. They The Browns still scored 22 points, you know, so it wasn't the best of games. But it was a good game, um, very good game. But I would like to shout out Isaiah Riley. Uh, DeMar Casey, and I, I probably said his name wrong, but Casey, um, Neil, all the people that had to fill in for Minka, you know what I'm saying? Um, De, DeMar Malial, Larry O for stepping up. Like everyone that had to step up, for the most part, they stepped up. For the most part, they stepped up. They stepped up, man. Um, you don't really know the impact of losing somebody until it's time to play again. You know? But still his defense, second half, making key plays when it needed, needed when we needed it the most, man. And the Steelers ultimately pulls it out 26 to 22. Now, I'm going to get into who I felt won this game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to give y'all my top five Steelers, you know. I know y'all like, yo, it's that five? Five, really? Yeah, because it's a lot, man. You're talking about 22 plus positions. You know, bodies playing in the game. So five, five out of twenty something. Come on, man. Come on. So I'm gonna get into that in a second. But let me take a quick break. Yeah, 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 man. Let me give y'all my top five performances. Well, my top five stills of the game, man. Coming in at five. I will have to say number five would have to be hmm hmm that's tough that's tough five will have to be I'm gonna have to give it to Presley Harvin because Presley Harvin put in the ball seven times and then seven times he ended up pinning the Browns inside the 24 of them times. And I believe two of the times it was at the one-yard line or inside the five, man. Um, Presley Harvin, like I said, when he's consistent, he is a breath of fresh air. Like you can exhale, you know what I'm saying, when he's on because he's going to put their offense in – a position where they have to travel 
like 80 to 90 yards. You know what I'm saying? You got our defense. Just tell them to pin their ears back. You got still a nation behind the offense. Like, yo, hey, what are you doing? Ah, 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 you suck. Ah, you feel me? Like, that's that's what we need. But we, like I said, we need better offensive play. But number four, number four would have to go to number 14, Mr. George Pickens. Number four for one four because he had four catches for 127 yards and a touchdown. Ten targets. You know, he had ten targets. In the target game, as far as the receivers, man, he was one. Jalen Warren was two with six. Calvin Austin was third with four. You know? So, and then there was a lot of, like I said, you know, you look at 10 targets, you're like, that just four catches? Just imagine if Kenny was on point for at least three more of them passes. Probably would have had a 20-yard game from Mr. Pickens, man. Probably. 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 But that's why I have, man. George Pickens, when he was able to do what he could do, he did it. You feel me? So I definitely had to give George Pickens that honor number four. Number three, to me, number three would have to go to Larry O. Larry O did a lot of things, some things that he may have not got credit for on the stats. You know, he had a sack. He had um, tackle for loss. He had – he put other guys in position to make sacks, to get sacks. Just constant pressure, man. And I felt like, out, like I said, outside of that 66 yard, I don't know if Larry O was even in on that play, but, you know, we could definitely check that out. <laughs> but Larry O was holding it down. He was holding it down, man. He was holding it down. So Larry O definitely get the number three slot. Actually, I'm going to switch George Pickens with Larry O. Yeah, Larry O, he put a lot of guys in position. So Larry, I'll actually put him at four, and I'll get number three to George Pickens, right? Number two, number two going to me, number two has to go to the guy that made history. Yeah, I thought I was about to say somebody else. Nah, man, this goes to the guy that made history, Mr. T.J. Watt. T.J. had a sack. Two tackles for loss, a touchdown off of um, scoop and score. You know what I mean? Just doing this thing. While that rookie was the yo, I ain't gonna lie. Let me let me say something right now. The Browns rookie, the dude I was talking about, TJ. Yeah, I'm gonna give you some props, bro. You had okay. You you had a good game. You had a good game. You know, TJ was doing his thing. You had help. You had help. They did a good job, but. It's giving you help. But, dog, have y'all seen this guy? This guy is like 6'9", 550. Like, dog, he's like a car out there, bro. Like, he's a big guy. His head big as hell. Like, he big. Like, that's a big guy. Pulse. But, look, he had a good game. But TJ gets the number two slot. So, that means it wasn't good enough, buddy. <laughs> and number one. 
Number one is the one that started it and the one that damn near finished it. And that goes to Mr. Alex Highsmith. Alex Highsmith finished the game with three tackles, you know, a sack, tackle for loss, forced fumble, and a touchdown. Alex Highsmith, I like Alex Smith a whole lot, man. I liked it. I liked him when we got him because when we got him, I saw his tape. And when I saw his tape, I said, yo, if we can coach him the way that we coach our greats, I'm not saying he was going to be great. I didn't say that back then. But I said he can be Lamar Whitley. He can be um, a Joey Porter before he be, Joey Porter became the man with um, Jason Gilden back there um, on the other side. You know what I'm saying? He can be like a Robin that can be a Batman for a whole bunch of teams. We just got T.J. Watt. So while T.J. Watt is getting triple covered, Alex Highsmith is over there getting, you know, Alex began double team sometimes too, but he has a lot of single coverage and he makes, he takes full advantage of it, full advantage of it, you know? So Alex Highsmith to me is the stiller of the game. Hell of a game. I think TJ, if he would have had another sack, probably would have put him there, but I don't know. I just think that Alex Highsmith had two major and like, I think if you add like impact plays, I believe that Alex Highsmith got two in the top three, if not two in the top five, for sure, for sure, you know. But that's that's that, man. If I had to grade the offense, I would give the offense a D just because of that one drive that led to the 71-yard George Pickens touchdown. You know, I'm going to give it a D. I feel like we need to use the play, players for what they're good at. We need to stop telling Najee go east and west on these plays and have him run downfield and have Jalen Warren do what he does so it's even more effective. Jalen Warren can get another 60-yard touchdown as we go crazy, you feel me, something like that, however long that touchdown was in the, um, in the preseason. But look, man, the defense, I'm going to give the defense an A. You know, granted, they gave up a lot of rushing yards. Let me go. I, I believe they gave up, like, close to 180 rushing yards again. Um, Give me a second, guys. But, yeah, like, the defense, yeah, they had, you know, a lot of take turnovers and stuff, and I feel like that helped us tremendously. But we gave up more rushing yards this game than last week, 198 rushing yards. Last week was 188. You know, so, yeah, Cam Hayward is out, but the guys still got to play better. Um, and that's a collective. The running game is not just on the D-line, man. It's on everybody. Um, so we're going to definitely have to clean that up. Got Josh Jacobs on Sunday. And I think that's a Sunday night game. I had to do, you know, my due diligence. I think that's a Sunday night game. But, guys... We got the dub. I'm hype. I'm, you know what I'm hype. You know what I'm hype. I'm gonna be honest. I'm hype because, and I look, you forgot I was on camera, but I'm hype because we really, really, really got a chance to be two and one 
and our offense don't know what the fuck they doing. <laughs> but uh, we're going to figure it out, man. We got no choice. We're going to figure this out, man. Um, but I'm hyped. I'm hyped because the next song that, I, that I'm going to drop, you know, for Stills for Seven podcast season seven. No, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna be cause I'm, I'm gonna try to keep this one consistent. Stills for Seven podcast volume one. I'm gonna do it like that, you know. But the next pro, the next track that I'm gonna drop for that is gonna be a whole lot better because we won. So I'm gonna talk a lot more shit, you know what I'm saying? So y'all, we on the lookout for that, man. Um, since we played Monday, you know this is coming out Tuesday, and it's not going to be a Wednesday show, but Friday we going all in. We going all in on Friday, man. So make sure y'all stay tuned. VSN, what up? What up, family? You know, if you guys are entertained or you guys like, you know, what I do and whatnot um, and want to hear about other things, man, it's another show right now called you know, for my ladies out there, my tall ladies out there, my tall ladies still the fans out there. You know, I got a show called Tall Ladies, Tall Women's Perspective. You know, I'm a co-host on that thing, man. Um, you know, hosted by Mariah. You know what I'm saying? New to the VSN family. So y'all get in tune with that. Y'all tell y'all ladies, if y'all ladies is tall, then tap in, man, because there's a lot of things y'all can definitely relate to. Um, and fellas, y'all can tune in too, because I hold this down. I'm not going to have that show where, you know, they slander us, you feel me, and we ain't going to have no get back. So <laughs> I hold this down on that, man. But anyway, Still for Seven Podcast, episode 104 is in the books, man. I am out of here. Y'all have a good one. Stills for seven podcasts, you already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's not a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. You already know what it is. Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a game, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a game, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three Go missing, come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. <laughs>